0: the Demo Team Podcast. I'm here with Worth the Wait. Gentlemen, if you guys could introduce yourselves, what you do in the band, and just let everybody know who you are.
1: Okay. Um, I'm Dakota, and I do the vocals and some of the other stuff. I... um... I don't Defund- even know what to say covers. when it comes to that. Yeah, there's honestly um, so
2: much shit to, to talk about that we do because it's just him and I. But I'm Joseph Kovacs and I do the guitars, bass, drums basically. And we do all the mixing and mastering and production of it just him and I. Yeah. You, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah uh so, no we both like write like everything like he'll like write out like the main guitar parts and then like he'll send them to me and then i'll be like huh what if we did this and yeah, then will be like what if we did that things. and then we did this and i'm like okay and then i'll just go back and forth but i can't actually like play guitar as good as joe like he's a great guitarist i can just oh, demo thanks, shit dude. out like you know like I I can't play drums either. Joe is a great drummer. You oh, know, like thanks. I can't. <laughs> I can program him. Oh, nice. I can be like, hey, this is the fill you should put here, and he'll be like, well, that's not how you would actually play that, but here you go. And then I'm yeah. like, okay, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of how it goes.
0: Strong dynamic. And you hear that, folks? It it, it, it all it takes is two people with a work ethic to get shit done, and they get shit done
2: yeah we've said it on other podcasts too is like we've, we've had the same basic vision uh, idea of what we want our music and uh, scene to look like and sound like um, so we've just kind of we've had other members in the past we just kind of realize that it's just him and I that have that same vision so that's what we've stuck with that's that's, that's,
1: that's what it is yeah.
2: it's very inspiring so
0: um, why don't you guys take us back like how did this coalition of forces come together how'd y'all meet how'd y'all come up with this band
1: um the band actually formed like as an idea when i was younger and i always wanted to make music i had like you know like 50 bands you know like but nothing happened with any of them it was more of like i had like maybe 200 band practices before i had a band you know <laughs> and uh all with, playing different around people. with people yeah And it's like, hey, man, want to jam? And I'm like, yeah, but I also want to, like, write a song and record it and, like, put it on an album. (laughs) Like, you know. (laughs) Um, But a lot of people didn't have that in mind. And that is, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's cool to, like, hang out and, like, play music. But, like, why don't you do something with it?
2: Yeah, it's it's fun to play other people's music. But writing your own (laughs) songs is a different animal.
1: Right. And so I first started worth the wait um it was originally called if all else fails so it's pretty much the same fucking name twice am i allowed to cuss same meeting <laughs> like, um swear, yeah. swear
0: as much as you'd like just don't be like inappropriately of an offense you know offensive that's all we have okay
1: yeah yeah i'll try not to be um so i started i was like 15 for 15 when worth the wait like became a thing and um at the time i also had like this like crunk core project because it was 2009 and why not but um <laughs> you know it's been a long time coming and it's taken so much work and so much blood sweat and fucking late nights of nothingness and I a
2: few computers too honestly
1: i've been through so many computers <laughs> we've lost so more music than we've made at this point like There was actually an incident where well, here, you know what, I'll backtrack and go back to the story. So Joe is actually the latest member of the band. Um, He and there's probably been about 20 people in and out of the band. Like it's it's happened so many times and Joe has written the last four songs. Yeah, we I did. Believe it is. Did the, the arc, arc. It was
2: 2014. That was the first. That was the
1: first one. Yeah, and we <laughs> have like a whole bunch of fucking songs that haven't came out, um, that we just didn't release because we're like, no, these suck now. And then we had a really good one, and then my computer took a shit, and we could not recover any bit of it, and we were like, maybe it's fate. Maybe we just shouldn't try it. <laughs> and um, then it happened again. And then we're like, maybe we shouldn't fuck with it. You the
2: other guy over again.
1: Y- yep, that's how it kept I happening. Still,
2: I still have that uh, demo on my computer that I redid of well,
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. You did re- redo what you could. <laughs> okay, back to the time. Back to the but Yeah. Right, okay. So um, my band consisted of five members for the longest time. And then some things happened and then there was like a switch up. We got a new drummer and then, you know, there's still five of us. And then um, as time progressed, everybody just kind of started like falling out and growing up. You know, we were like teenagers when we started the band. And so, you know, I started a family. You know, things like that, like we were all just growing up and it all just kind of like, you know,
2: life was happening. Yeah.
1: Kind of lost the passion and drive for it. And, you know, n- nobody no longer had time for it. And things got like clicky, you know, so it's like uh, I want to have fun with it. And yeah, so we dropped off and went on a hiatus and about a year or two went by. And I was like, damn, I really want to get things back together and going again. And I don't know the approach to take. And I hit up like the previous members and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And then to like no response or some sort of ignorance, it was like, okay. And I'm like, whatever, you know, brush off my shoulder. We were still young. You know, we were like 17, 18, 19. And, um, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, let's get together. And then we never did. And um, so then some more time progressed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start over new. And I even thought about changing the name. And I'm like, yeah, but we got like, you know, 10,000 Facebook likes. Maybe I should just yeah, keep it. It wasn't
2: feasible to change it with the everybody already knew the work, the wait name
1: and knew the brand. Right. Like locally. Anyway, like there we have like fans in Australia and stuff. But um, so we're like, let's stick with it. Let's build on it. And um, I found Joe. He was in another band at the time that I was kind of aware of locally and he kind of came as like a package deal with another guitarist and i was like okay cool let's do it i got that we're we're halfway there you know
2: (laughs) um, two members
1: (laughs) yeah and so all i had to do was find a bassist and a drummer to like kind of reignite things and i wanted it to be the best that it could be and you know it got to the point where like it got pretty hard and pretty scarce and just like nobody's head was in the game
2: yeah, we and, found a couple of people. We found a bassist and a drummer, but we hung out with them maybe one time and it just, the vibes weren't right. So we just nixed it.
1: Yeah. And at the time, I was recording like demos on my computer, but then we were going to the studio to record. So I'm like, well, I'm already like, you know, trying to become like a decent audio engineer over time. And I'm like, why don't I just record our stuff and then we can save, you know, $500, you know, on a song. Because, like, when funds are scarce, when you're not playing shows or selling merch, it's kind of hard to, like, record and, like, put it out. So, we just got together, and I just started watching a bunch of mixing tutorials. And I was like, okay. And then that's when we uh, wrote and recorded the arc in my living room. And it sounded sweet. And I was like, bro, yes. And that was all just me and Joe. And... I'm like, dude, we should just continue this. And he's like, sounds great. And then some more time passed, and then (laughs) life definitely happened. And we pretty much went back on another hiatus. And then after like COVID hit and everything.
2: I was going to say, that was back in 2014. It was probably five, six more years later, 2020. Yeah.
1: Before we even wrote it. Well, we wrote shit, but then the computer broke. And then it's like, <laughs> lost it all. And then we wrote more, and then it happened again. And I'm like, man, the world is really putting us down right now. But whatever. It's going to be worth the wait eventually. <laughs> that's what we keep saying. I hear that. But, noise. um... <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so... We... We got back together. He sent me an instrumental, and I'm like, bro, this this sounds poopy. Um, and it was what happened to be Slander. It just sounded way different as a demo, like super duper demo. Like I can't even explain to you, like
2: I don't even the difference
1: it sounded like honestly. Do 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 do. <laughs> like, oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it just it was like all symbols, and it just I don't know. It's hard when you're listening to pre pro tracks. And you're trying to get an idea, it's just not coming to you. You're like, um, okay, you know what? Fuck it, let's 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 record it, let's try it, let's map it out, let's see what we can do with it. Sure, with I have a science. knack <laughs> for like fixing things and polishing them really well. So, I it's just something I do. Now I have a studio now, and like you know, my engineering and producing is like up there, but. Even at the beginning of like Slander, it wasn't as now. Like from Slander to Obey to K, there's like a huge difference in sound quality. And like I did all three of those songs within a year, you know. And just yeah. yeah anyway,
2: Slander came out a year ago yesterday. Holy June shit! because it's June sixth today. I can't believe
4: it's already been a year.
2: I'm flies.
0: So like, what wait, are wait, your wait, guys' wait? Just,
4: wait I got. I have. I have to say something. We can't just walk past the whole crunk core thing so yeah <laughs> <find> it. <laughs> it's that rewind button back and uh yeah t- tell us a little about that project and is it still out there somewhere um it
1: is
2: i, was gonna say, <laughs> I think it is out there but nobody knows where
4: exactly <laughs> i know where <laughs> oh, <you do?
1: laughs>
4: yeah yeah out. unfortunately oh, I now, <laughs> loud. now was it like straight up like uh broken side almost like little john with breakdown um, type of I don't thing even think like i've
1: actually heard <laughs> it was like crunk core electropop like it was kind of like a mix between like broken side and like hollywood undead and um like some of the songs just had like trance elements um so breathe carolina Um (laughs) die You know, like that's but like old. All of that just really, really old. Um
0: like birds and the bees type shit.
1: Yes, yeah, that but like yeah, yeah, that (laughs) I love that song still like to this day. Like
0: that (laughs) song, bro. I I I got I ain't here to front, you know?
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I used to like get drunk and walk around like my local town and just listen to that song. (laughs) <laughs> so,
4: um, so you guys are are from Ohio. What was that like? Um, did you guys, well, I guess you had like previous bands. So, what was like the local scene around there? Was there any, uh, like local bands that you guys looked up to? Um, when I think of Ohio, I think of bands like Hawthorne Hides, um, Citizens, kind of like a newer band, but uh, you know, there, there, there's been like a handful. Of bands there from Ohio. So a lot many of bands.
1: bands from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. There are so many bands. Like we like we played with like Mazda Flames there from Ohio. And the Crimson Armada that became the Holy Guile. We played with them, so their vocalists actually produced and engineered like Scotty Does the Blow and uh Your Mom's a Pawn Star and Half of the Second Amendment. Uh, he he and Kevin Lankford, who was a temporary Bassist for the crimson armada both worked on that one together but yeah yeah and then there was you know like my ticket home i met those guys at warp tour when they were still kids um they were selling cds and shit in line and i'm like yo dude this is sweet and um that was
2: something i was gonna say is like when you guys played warp tour which was what 2011 yeah it was 2011 I was, I was in line to just to get in the gates, and these two kids come up with their headphones trying to promote their band and whatnot. Hey, check this out, listen to this, whatnot. And I think it was, pretty sure it was Dakota and one of the other members. Yeah, I think it was either I me and Jacob or
1: me and Devin.
2: I think it might have been Devin, because I don't remember the tall motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, but like they were pretty decently good, and I went and checked them out that day, and like for the local scene, Worth the Wait was, to me, one of the uh, bigger, higher, upper higher up their names.
1: Yeah, like people didn't want to like fuck with us like on a positive level because they seen us as like some sort of competition or something. Mm-hmm, right. Everybody like locally is like, oh yeah, they're so elitist, like and I'm like, no, I just wanna pay for my recordings and like my photo like my photo shoots and like I want to have like decent merch.
2: Yeah, like you everything know? looked legit from my my standpoint at the time as just a fan playing in other bands, and whatnot. It looked it looked like the real thing yeah it's just being professional yeah you, know, you right, gotta have I that look the time of day at all yeah right, like i
4: was, we, we, I was gonna oh, say shit. that that's a really good mindset to have uh as a band because people you know a lot of people say dress for the job that you want and and things yeah. like that so i think it applies to bands you know you don't want like some like shitty photography and and you know it's shitty great. recordings you want to invest like invest in yourself and if you if you think like a big band you know you'll get like big band uh, reactions for sure yeah,
1: yeah like that's energy. pretty much what i did and we have <laughs> big band <energy. laughs> hashtag big band energy there you go <laughs> <laughs> and uh like uh, we would be up like when the band started stickham was still a thing oh shit i remember that <laughs> and so we would be on there so late just like doing like covers of songs and like promoting you know and me like you know hardcore scene kid was like hey check out my band and if you don't you're fucking lame and like <laughs> I just be on there like all hours of the night and then when it died like we actually got on the front page a couple times and we had like 350 some people in our room, and like it was insane. Like I even posted uh in the, a little video on YouTube. It was like worth the wait. The story so far, like you know, pretty much from the beginning of the as far back as I could get data, like you know, like images and songs and videos, and um there is like literally a picture of like us on stick cam like promoting and a screenshot that somebody took. And it was like, okay. And they sent it to me, they're like, oh my God, watching your stream. And it's like that's yeah, the there's oldest. Yeah, so part. many
2: messages on Facebook of people that are like, hey, so you want Stecam? Blah, blah blah blah. Y'all are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> right.
4: And, and they're space, still on this Facebook? Facebook. I would have thought you guys were getting messages on MySpace, oh, it, no, it was my oh, space. Oh, oh yeah, too. that was my space for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I and, feel like
4: most people don't even know what Cam is anymore. Like you, yeah, you kind of no, have to it, be there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, all done on I, all deep, hidden
0: memories in my head and mentioning Stickham.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then after Stickham got shut down, we went to Omegle because you could oh, put shit. in interests. And we put in like most of this in white, bring to the horizon. We came as Romans, ask Alexandra. And then we would just like go through it and just like, you know, just sit there and promote like all night. And then, like, people like, how'd you get so many likes? Did you buy them? And I'm like, dude, we've had them for, like, so long. Like, they didn't disappear. Like, you know, we we promoted hard. Like, and when I say we, my band did some. But, like, it was pretty much, like, me and maybe one other member. Just, like, hard as fuck at it all the time because I wanted to see it succeed so hard. And, I mean, like... (laughs) Did it last? No, I mean, but we're we're getting back there. But you know, it's like now it's even harder because you message someone, they're like, "Sorry, I don't accept messages from people I don't know," and then I'm like, "Wait, what? Then why are you on my friends list?" I ain't... <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of
4: saying, kind of back in the past, what were some of like your early influences and? What was kind of like
1: your gateway band into the scene? Uh, Joe, you can go first for you.
2: Okay, I was literally just talking about this yesterday too. Like my two gateway bands, I suppose, which I would say would be Killswitch Engage and Ask Alexandria. Killswitch Engage was first that introduced me to like the whole hardcore scene and just all that they had to offer because they were they weren't just like just chugs and breakdowns and whatnot. They had riffs that they were playing, and I, I oh, love yeah. that melody and. Just that flow of their songs. And then yeah, I discovered. Yeah.
4: Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, like, kind of some of uh, your uh, guitar work reminds me of like back when I listened to Killswitch, and I was so impressed with like like their their leads, you know. Like I didn't care yeah. about their chugs as much, but like they just had some really melodic leads, and it was like really hard to find that in like a lot yeah, of like four bands, you know.
2: I like I know a lot of their songs, and playing them is just so much fun. Like I, I completely see why they wanted to write like that instead of just playing opens. Like it's cool yeah. and all, but I love that uh, melody. And then like 2009, 2010 rolled around, and I discovered Ask Alexandria, and that's what put me into like the the emo scene, I guess you could say. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, it was the metalcore. It was just, like, the, the beginning of, like, metalcore. I right. mean, in my opinion, like, Attack Attack existed before Asking Alexandria. Oh, and I sure. talked to Andrew Wetzel about a lot of it. And he's like, bro, they went into the studio and was like, we want to sound like Attack Attack. And, like, it was, like, a whole thing. And, like, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Attack <laughs> Attack was almost, like, a little too early. Like, they... um. I mean, they're from Ohio, too. They're from Columbus. All those bands that I mentioned earlier are. And, like, fucking so, you know, that was also, like, a thing. I remember seeing them at Warped Tour in 2009. They were the secret band. And then some dude that wasn't Austin Carlisle, but he was in the Stick Stickly videos. He was like, yo, my band's playing, man. Or, no, they weren't the secret (laughs) band. He told me who the secret band was, and that was Paramore. And I got hit in the head so hard in a mosh pit during Paramore
2: that's what it was wicked
1: and yeah dude it was honestly like it was this (laughs) huge fucking guy you know he had on like some fucking like i don't know like some jorts you know like almost ankle length and like (laughs) just fucking he was bald like (laughs) he wasn't somebody i'd fuck with but like i was out there with my like electric blue skinnies you know like my skinny trip jeans and like (laughs) my t shirt and I'm like, yeah, you know, and uh, yeah. yeah, I got hit in the head really, really fucking hard with an elbow. And ever since, it's just constant pain. But, you know, existence is pain. So <laughs> for sure. So <laughs> what we'll, we'll some
4: of your uh, influences and your gateway to the scene.
1: Um, I like it all started with like my parents listened to like classic rock and like hair metal, like eighties. My mom listened to like eighties rock, like poison and stuff. And my dad listened to like ACDC and like uh, stuff previous to that. And, um, you know, and so I kind of had that, like, you know, playing all the time, but then my mom started listening to like 95.5, the fish, you know, and, then it kind of switched things up but I wasn't into any of that shit but um then like I had some friends and stuff and he's like yo you ever heard of these bands I'm like checking them out I'm like hell no and then, like he had the uh you know volume 3 by slipknot and at this time I'm like oh that's cool and um then like I remember like hearing duality and I'm like bro this slaps dude you know and I you was know 10 how years cool old it was. Right, you know, at the time and like that's when I got into corn and stuff and like I started listening to like different radio stations. And um so that's what I was into, but that ultimately got me and then I found out about MTV2 and this didn't exist in my house because we only had channels like one through seventy and mtv two was on like like one twenty-eight or some shit. And so that's where all the good music was. And then they were just like hiding it. And so that's when, like, I found out about, like, I mean, I knew who Papa Roach was. I knew who, like, you know, the staple bands were for the time, but I didn't know who, like, Fall Out Boy or, like, My Chemical Romance or the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus or, like, the Gorillas or, like, um, Rise Against, um, you know, like, th- those bands. And they all – and, like, I knew who Green Day was. I doubt I, I, – I'll, I'll, I'll give that. Um, but, like – for Christmas, my mom would buy me, like, these Christian CDs and shit like that. And, like, one year I told her I want Breaking Benjamin. And then she's like, I don't know what that is, but okay. And she got me, like, polyamorous. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But, you know, and there was, like, I found out about music through, like, such weird ways. Like, wrestling games, you know, like, you know. For sure, um, yes. <laughs> like, that's how I found out who Breaking Benjamin even was. Robert um,
2: Smackdown,
0: 2007. That's
2: yeah, it I right think there. I heard Killswitch Engage's like music before I even knew who Killswitch Engage was with first CM Punk's uh entrance music. And yeah. I heard this Fire Burns yeah. by Killswitch Engage and I was like, "Oh shit, this is that song." <laughs> it's crazy yeah. cuz I, I knew about Killswitch before
0: that and when I saw CM Punk cuz CM Name. Punk used to have uh <laughs> AFI, Mizia, Cantaria yeah. as his entrance did. Hey, yeah. yeah. So, hey, I I wasn't
4: cool. even watching wrestling uh like at that point, like I was already kind of over it, but I think somebody coming out to like old AFI, that would have been sick to watch.
0: CM okay. Punk is hella sick, dude. He was one of the only reasons to actually watch wrestling for a long period of yeah, time.
4: Yeah, I, I actually like I've never seen a CM Punk match, but I, I fuck with that guy. He's cool. Yeah, yeah he, just see cool. him in
1: that documentary talking about like the the treatment of like the WWE like company. Oh, like yeah. it's so bad. He's like, dude, because he shit his pants during that match. Uh, <laughs> oh, and yeah, uh, He's deep. like, dude, I was on Z-Packs, man, like all the time. Like they give them to you when you're sick or, you know, when something's wrong with you. But um, they so like, you're that was right. His,
0: uh, that was his interview with Colt Cabana. And then they ended up going to court for that. And then it ended up to the fact where CM Punk had to sue the guy that he who interviewed him for like recompense for like getting sued by WWE.
1: Hella oh my fucker. god. Dude, that's insane. Dude, I, yeah. watched I watched it. I watched this like UFC it, debut like
4: where you like
0: get the shit. kicked
1: the...
4: out of... <laughs> Yeah. You, like after like 15 yeah. seconds. Was, yeah. yeah.
1: Pretty yeah. bad. I, I feel mean, like that shit's like, him, on purpose. <laughs> like him for trying,
0: I guess, but he wasn't he, yeah, he just wasn't cut new. out. He wasn't cut out for that shit. He made his money though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, but, right. No, like, my dad loved wrestling, and so did my brother, my older brother, and that was, like, their yeah, thing. Yeah, used to
2: watch it in the Attitude Era with the Stone Cold and the Rock and shit, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm Why doing that... the eyebrow right now. I know you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> I to... And I remember they had, dive. like, this whole... <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 I remember this one time, uh, there was this whole episode, and The Rock came out with pies, like, actual pies, and... There was like poontang pie, and like he's like, "Can you smell that?" And like my mom's like, "Turn it off." Dude, that sounds familiar. <laughs> and he's like, "It's poontang pie," and everyone's like, "Woo!" You know, and like I've been watching wrestling since like WCW versus NWO like you know like like wcw and wwf and like i like that was the first video game i ever had for the 64 it came with it and uh it was wcw versus nwo but like in the first section where you choose your character it had wcw characters but if you went to the right to the next group it had half of those same people but they had like a different dress and a different picture and they were like darker because it was the nwo shit and um (laughs) yeah right (laughs) but like
0: i I believe that was my first wrestling game like period was on the n64 and uh, wcw nwo revenge made by Dude,
1: revenge dude that was the best one i don't care what anybody says a lot of people like dude no wrestlemania i'm (laughs) like no dude wrestlemania was ass dude like revenge was my shit like especially with the royal rumble like i would go through and edit all the characters like all the kids that would bully me in school and i would give them like the (laughs) dumbest. I'd be like, you bitch. You know, like, oh, excuse my language. So I'm going to try and be offensive. But, um,
3: right.
1: yeah, like, yeah, I would put know, him in the ring just, just to, like, dirt. beat him up.
3: Like, you're on
1: oh, top So All I right.
0: guess we should probably get back on topic. I mean, yeah, we do yeah. have the fam Worth the Weight on the podcast. We probably should <laughs> talk about Worth the Weight, huh? Yeah. We So, <laughs> why don't you guys, like, Take us through, like, your. you guys got your new track out right now. Why don't you guys take us through that? Like, how was it, like, releasing that? Because that's latest. I mean, that's kind of, like, pandemic-style energy going into that, trying to, like, navigate through the world right now. As you said, social media right now is, like, just so spread out and everything. So how was working towards your new release?
1: It was... Decent, like I, I can't even.
2: It was a very like, smooth process this time, honestly. Like, I had the idea for the song, we wrote it total time, probably about four to six hours. You'd say, What do you think? Yeah, yeah, it, about that. It happened really, really easy. And just kind of the song kind of wrote itself. Um, we, we like had so like time 30, for like minutes.
1: writing and to mixing and mastering, it was done in like 10 hours, right? Like, so, collectively. Right.
2: We had times for promotion, and then we, our buddy Cody Doyle wanted to do a uh, music video for it, so we were able to do that. Super sick. And for
0: those listening who are uh, uninitiated, that new single, by the way, is called Obey Decay. It's got two little slash marks in the middle, some spaces, but uh, Obey Decay, super sick song. Great follow-up to Blackwater. I really liked uh, Blackwater. Blackwater's dope, and like Obey Decay definitely like follows that energy very slammy very riffy very breakdown i love it
2: yeah we wanted to keep some of the <laughs> same energy we didn't want to go any like softer or anything because we didn't want to let anybody down <laughs> right. Try to, uh, you weren't trying to be
0: kawaii cowboys or nothing to... <laughs> right
1: all that and they did an amazingly smart move with that for tiktok's sake um but like yeah i mean i think that was like because it's what 48 seconds. Yeah.
0: Well, 48, yes.
1: it's in that, that
0: bar- ballpark of an interlude, yeah.
1: Right, definitely, so...
0: It got attention.
4: It
1: could be used as a TikTok Ryan's song, attention. and it could play the entire length of the song. Dude,
4: like, they, they did a good it was job of, like, really just smart
1: with that. everybody. No, I went, um... Uh, shit, what song was it? Um. But, all my life I've been breathing smoke! One. yeah all my life yeah that's it <laughs> um <laughs> i actually shared that on uh instagram and i'm like bro ronnie radke definitely no, wrote, wrote this was the
2: song. next one bombshell Ra, or whatever the fuck
1: no i i wasn't talking about that one i was talking about the one before that
2: i know the one that we're talking about that sounded like ronnie radke wrote it was the second song they released or the third was actual it? single
1: yeah no it was it was the other one They came out like months ago
2: telling you dude, don't make me go look for these messages
1: I'll go look for them because Andrew <laughs> <message> about it
0: so <laughs> I'll hold hands and find these messages <laughs> <laughs>
1: right hold on hold on let me make... let me let me go look
2: uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it was uh, the
1: 2nd I'm already one. on i g let me let me go look for Andrew Whitting and see what see what I sent like see what he commented to or reacted or messaged me about hold on I could get back to that attack attack um to be honest I don't know (laughs) Andrew Whitting (laughs) um it was oh yeah I found the things um yeah all my life right there
2: oh damn really
1: yeah I said it's so weird listening to attack attack on Spotify going from all my life to stick stickly though the last time I saw you guys was Warped Tour 2011, but I have a dollar bill signed by the whole band, which I still do from the Picnic Party Tour. Um, it's also signed by Ask Alexandria and um, is I See Stars. I think so. I think and think Yeah. Autotune King Tour. <laughs>
0: right.
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> the auto tune kings, but uh, yeah, I think they all just kind of shared like the same thing because 3D was like the big album for them at the time, oh, yeah. so Tape and that bro. was like,
0: here later, bro,
1: right? Right. <laughs> Was that little
0: yeah. beep, beep, beep beep man I don't, I don't care if it's a Heroes reference but at the same time that, that Oh song my works.
1: god I know dude I didn't even know that it was until I was Watching Heroes with my brother And there's just like save the cheerleader Save the world And I was like <laughs> what yeah, like...
0: That Breakdown playing in your head
1: <laughs> <laughs> Right
0: the Fuck gap
1: From the ground yeah, Okay um, yeah. <laughs> From the ground <laughs> Yeah, 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 dude. That's a solid. Album. demo.
0: Like, that is very solid. Album. Yeah. I,
1: that yeah. That obey the Though, bro. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Whenever we wrote that, we're like, yo, we want to write something to fuck some shit up too. And Joe sent me the instrumental, and I'm like, what if we did this? Obviously, you know, there's gonna be changes. We're not. I don't think we're ever gonna be satisfied with just like the first oh, thing. Not the
2: first go, never slander is all about (laughs) never being right
1: and uh so we we made some changes and we're like okay this is dope and then we had a breakdown that i wrote and i'm like hold on let me put a lead and then like you know that's
2: yeah you sent it to me and i was like perfect we don't need it we don't need to change it works great
1: and uh the song was originally only shit we were having trouble making it longer
2: yeah, it was like a minute, twenty minute, thirty, and we we just needed to add a little bit, a little bit more oomph. So I was like, let's put some breathing, let's add this part in here again, and that got us like twenty, thirty more seconds.
1: Yeah, so we I pulled it, win it win for, win for win another win 10 15. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I just didn't. I wanted to take like a SoundCloud rapper, like a new music route with it, with like the length and like the the video like you know shit like that and one a of lot bait, of people didn't be an get
2: easy it and somebody described it as like a a, fre- a fresh of breath air of a song
1: you fresh of
2: too breath long <laughs> breath, a breath breath of fresh air is that
1: what i said yeah and he also said uh-huh. uh, there's another one that says uh you know the song doesn't really leave a lot of room to breathe um because it's so short which is kind of like cool because the topic of the lyrical content of the song um, you know just kind of everything that happened in 2020 like the hella deep shit that just ensued into like a shit storm and we all just kind of had to deal with it and um but justice was served so um, um yeah like it was just like ugh, whenever I wrote it like literally it's the opposite of blackwater like like behind it like whenever uh, we were writing Blackwater. I'm like, yeah, I want to write something like uplifting, something fun, something like you know that you could listen to and just have a good yeah. time. And so that's what we did. And then when he sent me the instrumental for this song, I'm like, yo, this sounds angry as fuck. I like it. And um, so we just I just said fuck it. I'm gonna write something angry then. And I always tried to stay away from that lyrically, but I just it thought felt it felt like hot. the
2: right time. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: we're on yeah. the ass end of COVID shit and all that shit that happened last summer
0: so, so if you if you stay away from places of anger when you're writing like where do you usually dwell emotionally in your writing
1: um usually it's like honestly like I have so many love songs like they're heavy but you know it's about the same thing um I I'm always torn in when I'm writing should I write about something political should i write about something fun should you know like what grabs the most attention i don't know yeah you do most of the
2: actual lyric writing of the words and everything and like i just kind of help with the direction of idea where we want to go with it
4: i was gonna say i love a good like like heavy love song like you know those uh like metalcore songs that are are more about like love or or something like that because i'm not really in angry person or there's like not a lot of darkness in me so it's really hard to relate with a lot of those uh like you know metal like metalcore bands or or you know even like the heavier bands but you know every now and then like like there's even like a Zayo song that's you know like about love or you know kill switch engage is
1: more about yeah oh dude dude, like i fucking love that song yeah (laughs) <laughs> like song like rose
4: of sharon or hope is like like i, I fuck with that heavy yeah. yeah um i was gonna say the the production quality of obey decay is like outstanding um and i think you had mentioned that you guys uh, self-produce
1: yeah Correct. right in my well we record it like multiple locations we'll bounce back between his house and mine maybe well my studio is permanently my my third floor right now. I've kind of made this my space, but at the time of the writing and recording process of that, it was in my basement, in my dining room, in my bedroom.
2: Yeah, all, all over the house.
1: Yeah. Every time Joe would come over, he's like, So where are we doing it? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay. Where,
2: where, where do I
4: take my stuff?
1: So yeah, are you producing so...
4: like other bands as well? Or
1: <laughs> Yes and no. It just depends on myself really. Like I don't promote it enough. You know, I plan to um But I've been so consumed. Like, I was recording my roommate. He's a rapper. I record more rappers than anything because they're just always in need. And vocals are literally, like, the easiest thing to record for me. So, because if somebody's tracking guitar, it's like, okay, let's do that again. Okay, that's off time. Let's do it again. Okay. Like, vocals can be the same way. But there's almost, like, a lot more leeway when you're, like, working with vocals as opposed to – Like somebody, because you have to have all the notes on time. I mean, I can sit there all day and drag them and drop them, or I can just program it. But, you know, it's like you want that to be solid. I'm like, okay, you got to pick it harder this time, but let's do it again. And then, you know, it's just, it can be time consuming, which is good and bad because, you know, you're watching the clock and you're like, well, you're paying me by the hour. So, but, you know, at the same time, it's like you want to get it done and have a decent product to give the person something to work with. Right. And sure. if it's a rapper, they can come through and record a whole song in two hours and then leave with their song. You know, so if you, good and fast. Are know? you
4: a big fan of of rap? I know that like Ohio's had like some great rappers, like Phone Thugs and Harmony, all the way up to, you know, Trippy Red come out of uh, that area. Yeah, he came yeah. from
2: Canton. It's like fifteen twenty minutes away from us.
4: Yeah. Wait, what you was know, that?
2: Trippy Red came DC out of Canton. Canton. okay right down the road yeah
4: and he like he was huge i'm a i'm a big fan of him because he added more of that like melodic aspect and honestly i think he does that better than like most of the other rappers that that kind of do that
1: yeah and then we got you know machine gun kelly
4: yeah how do you guys feel about about his uh latest album and the whole i guess Travis Barker genre of, of pop punk and Joe say nothing. Um I yeah, think I was it's saying this
2: is this is a question for you. I'm not going to say a word.
4: <laughs> here <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say of... I'll say that man I really want to hate it but it, it's fucking like
1: catchy as hell. Like when I first heard about it I was like yeah, eh. but then I saw him live at the Christmas like his little Christmas show he puts on in Cleveland every year the x show and um It was great. Like I heard all of his songs for the first time with guitars and drums. And I was like, wait, what? Like he played till I die. But there was a breakdown. So like I was like, wait, okay, this might go really well. And like, you know, and, you know, to no avail. It's that's what happened. And like I didn't even know that he could play guitar as well as he could. And he had COVID at the time, didn't know it. I just remember him posting because they almost canceled the show because he was sick. Hold on one second. What? Not, what, Noah? Are you up there? Yeah. What do
3: you need? Um, aliens are real. Who said that? I'm not kidding. People actually get sent CDs from the aliens. You need to start
1: watching YouTube. <laughs> you need to start watching YouTube. Don't play. Seriously. Oh, my God. Please stop. I'm going to take away your devices. Okay, then go play. Sorry, that's my son. Um, I'm
0: not wrong, though, dude. I'm not wrong. There are aliens out there.
1: (laughs) uh, I don't want him to, you know, I've seen some shit when I was a kid and it's traumatic, but I don't talk about it. So, yeah, (laughs) just bury it right right yeah me and my brother both we actually brought it up and lately like he thought that i didn't know about it until like two months ago and i brought it up and then it completely changed his life forever and now he's all crazy and shit about it and he's like bro no dude i can't sleep and i'm like oh shit my bad didn't mean to you know bring that back out but yeah i remember (laughs) um but yeah yeah anyway machine Gun kelly yeah (laughs) <laughs> no, I uh he's got some good songs. Like I hated that the Tickets to My Downfall uh sold out, the deluxe version, had all the good songs. Yeah, like, Bob, it
4: had that track, song like, with like the the first track in from the Ute. Yeah, yeah.
1: And Young Blood, and then in that song, um what's it called? Um you could tell he wrote it with his old band, like his like not Travis Barker like like his brother was on the drums for this one i'm bad and everything looks like that take the blade out of my body cut the strings out of my attached i'm trying to think of the song but it's like darker than all the other ones because you could tell he didn't do a travis barker yeah. um <laughs> but then lonely was a really good one
4: that's and, a good one yeah
1: yeah like when he played that shit on snl i was like tearing up and i'm like dude i've lost a lot of friends like i get it like it's my nah. But like it's just blah you know, it gets me right in the feels. And um apparently the lights all went out on the stage or some shit when it happened. There was like um like a mishap with the lighting. And then like just you know, they had a spotlight and then that's why they just put on him and the rest of the stage was dark. And I was just like, fuck it, we'll roll with it. And it made for like cinematic, you know, <laughs> viewing, you know, and um really but it was the cool. Mood. Right, right and um but jawbreaker is kind of cool and then he did that one song with halsey and they just wrote it about each other though so <laughs> um yeah she she wanted a too hard to talk for the uh, other two
2: that are supposed to be coming over
1: yes yes i have zach will be there in five minutes or so and oh, then okay. i'll be on my way yeah i told him seven fifteen.
2: um you want to you want to talk
1: about the new show yeah, um but anyway enough about that. We have we're coming back one time for the one time, baby.
2: Reunion show
1: a reunion show. Uh it's gonna be us. We're gonna be playing at the Vortex in Akron late September. Um I think we're gonna do a burgers and breakdowns.
2: Yeah, I've been t- I've been talking to you about that a little bit. You were like, Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We've kind of been on the fence yeah, about Yeah, I it. know, like a lot I'm of down people to do are, it, like
1: but... into it, and like I mean, that's like an early show. The only thing about it is I'm the sound guy, so I have to be like doing the sound all day, you know. And like if Man. we headline, I'm like, well, I want to play at, like eight thirty, you know, if the show starts at, like two o'clock on a Saturday. But there'll be like burgers and hot dogs and shit like that, and. But yeah, maybe we'll have some vegan options with a clean grill.
2: Yeah, it'll be with a really the, fun time playing some of the new songs with the, the old members and some of the old songs with the new members.
1: Right. Joe has never played a show as, in Worth. The no, Way. not
2: with the. No, I haven't. So it's you're been probably for- a decade since I've played a show in general and probably the same. No, probably not the same for you because you, you do some of your rap shows and whatnot. But a metal show has probably been quite a while for you as
1: well yeah the most metal thing i've done was like you know screaming like under oath or bless the fall songs at like an emo night so you know
0: we're in for a treat it'll You're definitely right, be a fun
2: right. fucking
1: time i'm gonna make sure it's all recorded so i'll record the audio and the video and see how goofy it looks but a lot of things are different now with me and joe and especially the way that we're doing things because when we were younger i was super serious like about like the whole thing we all were and when you get a bunch of serious teenagers
2: they all want to have
1: a position (laughs) right (laughs) a
2: stance on what they want to go with with the band
1: and it's like like, oh you know that sounded weird i don't like that let's sue (laughs) (laughs) you know and uh They're like, oh, that could have been better. You know, that completely threw off my entire vibe for the entire week, by the way. But yeah, it could have been better. And then now I'm like, oh, dude, that sounded like shit. Fuck yes, bro. Why do you think I'm here?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) um,
1: But yeah, like, you know, like that's what I'm on now. Like, I don't have time for like to worry about things like that. Like, I don't have the mental capacity to critique myself on a micromanaged basis like if i sound like trash i apologize but you know fuck it like what are you gonna do (laughs) yeah what happens man right and like we were like notorious for like shit happening you know like at shows like there was a show we played in canton with the oracle my guitar string broke on the first song they were fresh Uh and they it broke so we were shit out of luck for the whole show, roll and those notes. We used, right. And it was like, you know, the bottom string. So.
2: The low string or the high string?
1: The low string. Right. And so we used that one a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just flopping around the entire time. Up. Well, now it's just, you know, bring two guitars. But, um, you know so that made it really difficult and then there was another string or another show that we had and my drummer his like you know his kick pedal fell apart while he was drumming um and then there was another part of that same show where his wing nut fell off his cymbal and uh it was just kind of wobbling around and flying it just right. went flying yeah <laughs> we we never did find it and then <laughs> there was another um show where like our first show my mic kept cutting out and you know me being stupid, I'm just screaming louder, you know. And then I ended up like splitting my lip open on the microphone, and yeah, <laughs> it was it was all a thing.
2: We're gonna be well prepared for this uh for this show. We got three months, almost almost four months. September, end of September. Double prepared. Yeah, yeah we got plenty of time to prepare. I want to be overly prepared, honestly. I want this to be a good show.
1: Dude, if it comes down to it, I'm just gonna like program everything and make Zach play to a click with the backtracks and just backtrack everything. It'll sound so good, dude. And this is happening at my venue that I run the sound out, which is what I was saying earlier. So, and we just get like a whole bunch of new sound stuff in, like new top, like and like EVs and new EV subs. And yeah, it sounds great. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, sick. Could you remind
0: everybody where that
1: is again? Yeah, no, that's. Uh, I can hear you. Hello. I hear that you're home. That's at um, the Daddy. Vortex
2: in, in Talmadge, isn't it? Talmadge, Akron. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not sure where people, to go to just went, but. People can fly in and you can get there.
0: You can come to the show, see some sick yeah, ass you,
2: shit. It's going to be pretty cheap, 10, 15 bucks.
1: Um, we'll, we'll fly you out. <laughs>
2: I'm <laughs> hanging out with that. Right,
1: right. No, Dollars what we'll do. Yeah, right? Dollar play. got flights. plenty of money to save. Right. You we, got we have pa- hotel
2: packages, crowds. I got <laughs> a spare bedroom.
0: <laughs> I don't know how much longer we have you guys, but um I just got I wanted to say before I ask this question, um y'all charismatic as fuck. Y'all should have some kind of radio show yourselves, man. You guys are very They've funny. have thought about it. You are very, very about it. You guys are good. Like, you guys definitely, like, this has been one of the easiest interviews I've ever had to do. Like, I was almost, get, like, scratching the back of my neck being like, shit, we're going to have to talk about Ernest and Forrest Gump here in a sec. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, yes. But, yeah, I think we've no, actually talked about fucking... Forrest
2: Gump on another podcast. <laughs> I was, yeah, talking, I was about talking about, it. about that. <laughs> it was funny. I was laughing my ass off,
0: but... <laughs> You guys are hella funny. I don't want to like step on that. Like, You guys are great. You guys definitely should do something, because you're good.
1: Yeah, now there's going to be a feature in here where my child enters the room and says, Dad, aliens are real. So. <laughs> well, uh, what, what have you guys uh,
4: recently been listening to?
1: Joe's been listening to Currents and I, I,
2: Architects. They're, they're definitely still one of my favorite bands, but I haven't really had them on too much. I gotta go back <laughs> oh, the fucking the new zombie uh EP by the Devil Wears Prada I've been listening oh, to
1: oh Z it.
4: yeah
2: they're the Ohio band yeah, yep so another
1: Steve. Ohio band I've seen them at a live fest in Ohio okay.
2: so, yeah, which I, is, is
1: like is a Christian where to live from Ohio too? It's like. uh Telly's from Ohio the rest of the band okay. is from Phoenix cause Telly was in Greeley Estates, oh, yeah. which was an Ohio band which went to Phoenix so yeah it's crazy
3: Gre-
0: greeley is sick though i love greeley
1: dude i was listening to them yesterday while i was like cleaning up my house i'm just like yes I dude, I love like it. i shot the maid came on i'm just like yeah. alien
3: murder
1: oh it's so good like i i was watching an interview um apparently uh pete wentz approached ryan zimmerman and was like hey man i could really help you guys out i think you should go like this direction." And then they're like, yeah, okay, sounds cool. And then they went the complete opposite direction. Because um, that was when they had that one uh, album out, Far From the Lies. And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys should definitely go like softer, you know, kind of like, you know, just like singing more, you know, and like cut the screams out because they don't really make sense. And uh, they did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds so weird
4: coming from Pete because he was like, in hardcore bands he was he was but
1: exactly like so was Andy and joe oh yeah
4: andy was in a bunch of uh hardcore bands he's still like heavily involved in the scene
1: right and i was watching this whole thing like thanks to you know uh finn McKenzie, you know i learned all this shit i mean i knew a lot of it because like i have like released the bats on dvd like, Dude, me too. <laughs> the tri- and, triple uh, pepper threat. <laughs> oh my god! And he got that fucking tattoo on his ass because of that. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: Budushi. You or uh,
1: you're wearing over a you fucking wire. <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing. You're wearing a fucking wire. And he's just chasing him around, and he gets to the ocean. And he's just a wig floating.
4: <laughs> Dude, when they're when they're like um. What what's it called? Just tasing that one dude in the head and he's like not even budging. <laughs> that shit was crazy.
1: Dude, I wish bands still did that shit, but I guess now it's just on Snapchat and you know 30 you, second stories.
4: Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. Band
1: <laughs> DVDs were the shit. Right, right. I had Greeley Estates as well. It was uh um the death of Greeley Estates. Oh, and uh yeah and my kids they pulled the picture out of like the dvd case and he's like dad is this you i'm like no no that's not me and you know this is from like 2006 yeah so you could only imagine what the band looked like at the time (laughs) 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 you know like flare jeans and like you know kind of like soccer mom hair (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and like fucking they the white pants though, you know? Yeah, like yeah. I wore white skinnies to school and like I got in trouble for it. And I'm like, dude, get the fuck off me. Like <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> but, band dvds
0: need to be a thing again, like really bad.
1: Right. But now like I, parkway drive one. they they had their release on Netflix and they did well. They won awards and shit for it. And it was like the first, like, you know, it was type dvd thing like asking Alexandria tried to do that like from death to destiny thing or whatever or the from reckless and relentless with what was the movie called
2: three songs
1: yeah it's like a music video with three songs songs. just the first three songs i was hoping they were just going to make like a whole thing with a whole album and they just didn't
0: (laughs) i that asking Alexandria confuses me because it's like matt good's producing it yet somehow it's like it doesn't sound good it doesn't sound like anything involved with the people that you would list. You got like Matt Good, you got Asking Alexandria, and then you get Imagine Dragons.
1: and It's like what the fuck, right? What? Oh my god, I felt the same thing. Matt Bad. Like, but I felt the same way about the word alive when they went to Matt Good. Like... Yeah,
0: I love Matt Good. I just don't get like, wh- where's where's the sound coming from? Where wh- right. <laughs>
1: I mean like, I know like he's, he's you know, trying to
4: make all the all the bands sound shitty so when like from first to last comes first to back, last comes we
1: don't back, yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like, Yeah, see, this is what I did. I mean, dude, Dead Trees though was such a solid album.
4: So sick, dude. It is like, so fucking sick.
1: And then Sonny came back for the one time and just made them infinitely worse. And I was like, Why did you do that to me? <laughs> you could have done so good, and you didn't. And, and now I'm sad. Right. Uh-huh. Like, I will bury you with everything that you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just... It was just blah. Like, blah. You know,
0: uh, Do you like from first to the last one, they're going in the metalcore direction, not back to the self-titled direction?
1: Like, it wasn't even back to the self-titled direction. Like, Make War was not, like... <laughs> I, I like liked like basketballs or drums? <laughs> I heard the new release of the original mix and it's just holy snare. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> uh, Matt posted, he's like, hey, if anybody cares, like we re-released the original mix that we did with like Dude from Seosin or whatever. And I'm like, okay, let me listen. And it's just like pretty much the same, but just so much snare. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, settle down. I, I love Derek snare though. It's-, it's more iconic than St. Anger.
2: <laughs> right <laughs> Pretty sure yo
1: Joe, is Zach there
2: yeah he just showed up
1: okay he called me like 10 minutes ago
2: yeah we should probably wrap this up get this going so And out this show
0: thank you guys so much for coming out here we definitely appreciate you uh, for those
2: listening definitely thanks so- for
0: having us yeah, yeah. 100% Uh, This has been worth the wait. Go check out that new single, uh, Obey Decay. It's got two slashes in the middle, like forward slashes. So Obey Decay, worth the wait. Go check it out. Definitely go check out their previous stuff. Blackwater was released like last year. That shit's fire too. They have a whole great back catalog. Definitely, guys, give them a listen if you're looking for something with some meat on it.
1: Yeah, some meat on them bones. Get that neck meat. Get that yeah. neck, that baby neck. <laughs> <laughs> definitely,
0: guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming out. I appreciate this so much.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. Definitely. I enjoyed it.
0: This was fun. But um, I think that's good for us. Whenever you guys are ready to go, you guys are welcome to
2: handle Ooh. your business. Yep. He just rang my doorbell, so I'm going to go grab him, and I'll see you as soon as you get over here, Dakota.
1: All right, I'll see you in a minute. Yep, see you later. All right, bye y'all. Yep, see later. you later. Thanks for having thanks us
0: again. <laughs> yep. Well, that was definitely worth the wait, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, for sure.
0: Worth the wait. That was a great interview. Those guys are awesome, dude. I really like their energy. They, we've been having a lot of uh, real charismatic folk on here because uh, Lilac Kings was on, and they were just like, it's good having like dudes bands that are very like charismatic and can like kind of like carry a conversation but not at the same time be like entertaining and like very capable of carrying their end of the conversation
4: oh yeah i forgot that you guys uh had lilac kings on how was that
0: <laughs> that was pretty sick how did you like it david
5: oh dude yeah they're a pleasure especially getting into their music and you know learning them yeah
4: great band
0: yeah. their decode covers really sick i really like
3: that
4: i've listened to that but I, i've listened to like i don't know a lot of the stuff on spotify i think like when i first you know checked them out they didn't even have a lot on there
3: yeah
0: there's uh other bands Cicada's is really good but worth the wait was awesome like it's awesome that the all that shit self produced you were saying something about that mo like just like it's crazy, like there's not too many like producers and bands, like you were saying,
4: yeah, like like i said the the trend is that more that somebody in a band will start producing like after the band kind of breaks up, but um, you know i I think before we started recording, we mentioned that Bo has been uh producing while he was like in sales and um adam D Adam Have from Kill Switch engage he was. He was producing like all the S.L.A. Dying records and and a bunch of other like like metalcore bands.
0: Uh, it's crazy. It's good though. I think that's good in keeping like the old school scene energy like with the new artists as they grow up. You know, people like grow up adoring these these musicians and stuff, and then they were able to get like like a hand like on their shoulder, just like guiding them into like the new age of the scene. It's cool shit
4: for sure um man, do we have anything to talk about before we get into uh Ethan? phil Murray had a live show
0: <laughs> just recorded
4: yeah, that shit was cool like um you know like produ- like production wise uh um you know it, w- it wasn't obviously dance gavin dance uh when it came to the to the production, but it was cool. It, it almost felt like you were like in an actual show because there was a, a, like kind of like a fog machine going and um, you know, great energy. It made want it made me want to like actually uh, like I haven't been to a Bill Murray show, but I'm I'm definitely gonna go to the next store whenever it happens. They did a, a little cover of a. Uh, all Star by Smash Mouth, which I thought was funny. Ah, oh, that's sick. Yeah.
0: Um, I yeah. think Circus Survive had a live event streaming. Oh, get- oh yeah, I- I got about. I that. wanted to watch this shit. I didn't get to see it though. But if everything they- I saw, clips and photos, this shit looked tight.
4: If they did a like G turno one only, I would watch it. But I uh, oh, like. Shit.
0: Don't you sully the name of Blue Sky Noise? That's my favorite.
4: Like, I I wouldn't want to watch a pay for a live stream and only get like, you know, uh, in fear and faith and like the other big single from from Juturna. And just have them. Wasn't have that
0: a couple years ago though?
4: I'm
3: sorry, what?
0: Wasn't uh, didn't they have a Juturna show like a couple of years ago? Okay. oh yeah yeah
4: they did a tour not a live stream but yeah
0: that's not fair they, they should have did a live stream too but i don't think like of course there was no really like demand for live streams yeah so, now that i think about it with touring and stuff like there definitely should like still be a live stream like demand because that shit's cool being able to like fucking like not have to go into traffic not have to drive like a couple towns over I, I miss shows, but like the option like if like a band doesn't tour where I'm at like in a state, if they have like one live stream just to like kind of make up for it, that should be sick,
4: oh dude, speaking of shows, uh, you
0: played one last weekend, how was that that shit was uh it was cool I had fun, um, it kind of sucked 'cause um our singer she's got some uh you know family health issues going on I am wanna none of my business but like she just couldn't make the show, so I had to kind of like to carry her parts and my parts and like audience was with us but uh we had like a power outage happen like three times during our set so we had to restart nat sherman twice and then we had to restart uh site set twice and we yeah after the power
4: stuff like that doesn't happen too often so
0: yeah it's good it's good to get that shit out of the way though like you know like you got to experience like like the dudes were saying uh uh, worth the wait like shit happens at shows and like how you handle it is 100 percent like important because i after we played our shit we got a crowd chant like one more song one more song they let us play one more song because our set got kind of fucked up but afterwards the sound guy he like uh he's a really good cool awesome guy his name's roman he has some great music online too i was gonna put my recent listen's But uh, he told us, he's like, bro, I've seen people, like, go through less stage difficulty shit and just walk off stage and act all boo-boo face and just, like, ruin everybody's night just because, like, they can't handle, like, a little bit of technical difficulties. So 100%, it's important to be respectful because it's like, you can act like boo-boo-da-foo at an event or a show or a venue, and you can end up getting kicked out or never asked to play again, or they just won't let you in there, so... Like definitely handle yourselves at shows with like dignity, dignity and pride, you know.
4: Yeah, man. For for sure, and you know, like, um, I think I think it's really important for like musicians to kind of be in that mindset, like, you know, if if something happens, like a technical difficulty, like it's not the end of the world, you know. Um. I saw Coldplay live one time and the only reason I saw them live was because my friends uh like my my friends were in this band and they won like a contest to open for them and they did great but fucking Coldplay Chris Martin fucked up a song like he hit like the wrong key on his piano and like he didn't throw a tantrum and they're like you know they were like the biggest band at the time
0: when when was this? Was this like yellow, or was this the scientist kind of era? No,
4: no, it was the the era that had the I'll Fix You. Um, I think oh. Like X Y Z. Like they were at their at their biggest. Um, Who what, wow. what was that song? The I used uh,
3: to
0: Speed of Sound.
4: World. No, no, way after that.
0: Oh, um, way after <laughs> Sky Full <of> Stars era. <laughs>
4: Dude, no, no. Um, fuck. Well, it's like their biggest song, or I guess not anymore. But
0: yeah, I was, I was around. Like, I kind of, I like, I dug the album that had Scientist on it. I like Viva that la vida, Viva la
4: vida. Oh, God. Was, like, during, that was like at their biggest, I think.
0: Yeah, that's when it was like cool to make like jokes about them. Now it would be like kind of like old hat. Yeah. That was when they were like the world's most hated band instead of Nickelback, I think, or imagine dragons or trapped or whatever,
4: yeah, probably um shit, but yeah, like you know if if like that guy can mess up and you know just go on with the show, you know just just keep him moving,
0: keep your head on your shoulders. David, we haven't heard you speak very much. What's going on with you, man? How you been? What have you been listening to? What have you been keeping up with?
5: Oh, man. Well, past couple days at least. I don't know. It's weird. I've been in like, this headspace of like having this one 21 Pilot song stuck in my head and then a jam secret band. And then I was. Reminded- Whoa,
4: wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Which 21 Pilot song? Because they're like new. Like, I. Always hated 21 Pilot, but the new album isn't bad. It's got some good songs on there.
5: Oh, yeah, they that's a good mention, Moses. Yeah, they came out the a new album, like, recently. Oh, actually, I actually haven't checked it out. But no, um, what is it? I got to It's from, like, the... Re- it's from their Trench album, I believe. I like, I, yeah, a lot of people like it's it's trendy to kind of like hate on them, a lot of people just don't seem to like them in a
4: certain scene or not. Whatever. I don't like the rapping. That that's my main thing. Like if if the guy didn't rap, like didn't do like the like cringy white boy rap, then you know, like like I feel like I'd like them better.
0: You know what I've always thought about the rapping in Twenty One Pilots. What? I was like, this is like commercial MC Chris.
4: Yeah, um, I never like, li- like I know who MC Chris was, but I never listened to him. But I'm pretty sure, yeah. But
0: it's like, like if you want like the hardcore version of Twenty One Pilots, it would be MC Chris. It's just like always the vibe I got. Like they have some, like I like some Twenty One Pilots. I just never, I'm not too deep into them. Uh, I like that one song they did about like hanging from a rope or whatever. She used to play when I worked as a security guard, and I had to hear.
4: I, li- I like the ride, like the kind of reggae-ish song. But yeah, it's a few of those. But but um, if you like on the new album, check out Choker and Shy Away. Like Choker is sick, but it like it ends on like a rapping part, so that that's kind of lame. But the rest of the songs fucking dope.
0: weren't they on Field by Ramen?
4: Yeah, they were on the FBR.
0: Damn. That Pete Wentz, man, he know what he's doing.
4: Except for his own band.
0: Yeah, I mean that's
4: kind of a given. No, and actually he doesn't know what he's doing because like <laughs> a lot of what a lot of uh good good bands signed to FBR and they go there to die. Like the swellers, front bottoms, fucking um basement. Yeah, they they're like a band killer, man.
0: You heard it here first. Moses has seen your murders and he's not happy. But uh, David, <laughs> you were uh, talking uh, to three.
5: <laughs> yeah, Moses. Have you listened to Smithereens by Twenty One Pilots? Uh, that, nah. Uh, yeah, that, that's on. That's from Trends. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few like just like uh, that's Smithereens, specifically. It just has like this uh, nice chill vibe with a good beat. And, like and it just you know like it got stuck in my head. Um. Yeah, just you know, give them, give the singles a shot here. Or there, you know, you might be surprised. Like I don't I don't mind the rapping myself. Like I don't get why people like are stuck on that. But I don't know. Like uh, it's fine with me. But
4: I listen to real rap, David. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nah. Um. Yeah. What What else is on your recent listens? That
5: Sorry. Was, what was that, Ryan?
4: Uh. No. I was asking I if there's anything else on your recent listens. Oh, I thought you said something.
5: Um, what is it? So I have, like, Trippy Red and Playboy, Mr. Reggae. That shit was dope.
4: Um, uh, Mr.
5: Rage? Mr. Rage, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that, um, earlier this week. Like, someone showed me this track, and I was like, yo, I love the synth and the beat of it all. It's just a nice, really vibey beat. And, you know, I'm trying to get, like, into more rap and stuff like that, so that was a nice little find. Um, let's see let's see he said she said by churches i like that
4: dude yeah i love churches i think i brought them up a couple episodes ago and like i don't know ryan made fun of me and so did cash but churches i like i like churches man they're like feel-good music
0: i I made fun of you for listening to churches
4: yeah bro (laughs) i mean i don't care i don't know whenever i brought i don't even left.
0: know i've never even listened to churches why would i make fun of you for listening to church <laughs> then maybe it was cash but probably it wasn't me it couldn't have been me i i i, I if i start talking about uh fucking churches dude call me out and say you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and i'll be like you're
5: right
4: <laughs> dude have you heard any of their uh older stuff david churches
5: uh, I can't say I have. I just like a couple singles. That's like I, I liked it. Let me see. Nice. Yeah, no, definitely add some more. Um, now, what about you, Brian?
0: Like... Um, me. Uh, I know Ghost Shaft and Domino came out with a brand new record, and that shit is fucking fire. It's called Natural Reactor. We're gonna have them on the show here in a couple. I think in a week or two. Not too sure, but that album's really sick. Really like how that one came out. I just love his trippy ass. It's like the closest thing I can get to listening to MF Doom, since Doom's not here with us no more. But that shit is fucking fire. I love how trippy it is. I love the like psychedelic effects. I love the, just everything about it. Just really good. I'm glad so, that these dudes collabed. Love yeah, the Thunder Tribe.
3: Yeah. Did you check it out? Nah, uh,
5: I'm looking at it, but I see that he has one. Yeah. Gener- yeah. Gener-
3: Shift.
0: yeah good shit right there but um, other than that um, listened to a lot of follow troy listened to a lot of uh, I went through like death row records was, like I found a playlist so I'd end up listening to like fucking Daz Dillinger and lady of rage and fucking just every good like album from like everyone's favorite like rappers from dr. Dre to snoop Dogg, just all those good ones
4: Dude, yeah, Daz that, Dillinger was slept on. That, that was like Corrupt's uh, cousin or some shit. Or no, dude. it was. Or either Dr. Dre's cousin or some shit.
0: hmm. Just like. Dude, he was fucking slept on. Like, nobody seems to realize, like, all their favorite songs by, like, all these dudes that are still around today that haven't been fucked up like Daz Dillinger produced him and that guy was like ahead of the game he just he had his hand in the pocket of like a just great sound that, like defined like the early 90s but other than that um, get some uh, uh, I was talking about the sound guy his name's Nigel Roman he has like a really sick ass like uh, EPO it's uh, called Nigel Roman and just really good awesome stuff if you're like a fan of like The Frames or Glenn Hansard just indie, folky shit. Definitely check out Nigel Roman. Great stuff. Wonderful producer. He produces his own stuff. It's definitely in that vein of what we're, we're talking about. like Just good people that can like produce their own shit. Uh, other than that, listening to hate screen. I don't just, uh, I've listened to he films The Clouds, which uh, we played that show a couple weeks back with them and their are drummers brothers with my drummer and stay still and their band's fucking sick like it's very like um, progressive like metalcore post hardcore type stuff but it's really good very clean production just I just find myself listening to that shit constantly and it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, Anthony the awesome drummer of he films the clouds let me and my girlfriend like stay at their house after we played that show but, I mean, it has a little bit to do with it, but it also has nothing to do with the fact that the music's just really fucking good. So, definitely go listen to He Films the Clouds, or And I've been listening
4: <laughs> I've an 8-plus on that.
0: Yeah. Sick reference, dude. Oh, is
4: that a... Yeah, it's a
0: reference to a um, what was the name of that band that He Films the Clouds? Because if you look it up, it'll be a... Maybe She Will. I've never heard of Maybe She Will, but I've heard of He films the Clouds. I mean, other than that, um, cap it off, I was listening to Stillertown, which is like a really cool, like, grungy, mathy band that I found on Twitter, like, bickering with Rise Records Twitter, like, I usually do on the weekends, you know, but, (laughs) um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm starting to bleed into my, uh, last one, my last week. Also takers and leavers. Takers and leavers is really dope. That's my recent listens. What about you, Moses? What you been listening to?
4: Um, what have I been listening to? Uh, well, before I. Uh flew out here to Chicago, I was listening to a lot of the Get Up Kids, mainly their uh second album, Something to Write Home About, which was their first album with uh James Dewey's on it. And like, dude, that used to be like one of my favorite albums of all time. I can't believe I've gone so long without like revisiting it. Um what else? Uh Static Dress just dropped the new song Sweet and you know doesn't disappoint uh yeah uh one thing that's interesting about them is that whenever they uh they like first drop a new song they only drop it on youtube like they don't go to spotify and like the other streaming platforms like like most uh artists do so i wonder what the tactic is i mean i'm assuming it's because they always uh have like a video to go along with it and like, they're a very visual band, like, like they have, like, a very, I don't know, like, an aesthetic, like aesthetic about them, and it seems to be, like, important to them, like, their whole aesthetic and, like, visuals, so it makes sense that, like, they want people to, like, watch their video or just streaming the song. Um, what else have I been listening to? Uh... Don or uh, yeah, San came out with like a new record, and one of the songs features American football, and the the whole American football wave has been interesting to me because like I feel like people started like rediscovering them maybe like five years ago, and it hasn't died down. But like yeah, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, like. Yeah. They've been featured on a rap song and now on an EDM song, so Really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh, I listen to like I'm the new jet What's up? What's that song? Shoot I'm interested. So the EDM one is uh Thoughts and Chemicals by San Holo. It's like Han Solo, but you mix the uh for First words around and or first letters, and I don't remember what 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 was the rap song that they were on. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, "Alone in and Beyond" uh, by this artist called Boy Band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice name. Richelle. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Uh. What else? Um, this band called Japanese Breakfast. Uh, Roddy Rich. Uh, this artist Kali Uchi's. I mean, I've been listening to her for a while. Like she was like I first heard of her back in uh, I don't know 2014. I'm trying to think of when when uh, Tyler the Creator's Cherry Bomb dropped. But like she was featured on like. Uh, two songs on that album, and I was like, dude, this girl kind of like she doesn't sound like Emmy Winehouse, but she kind of has like Emmy Winehouse vibes. Um, yeah, and it's been really interesting watching her go from like you know just kind of being this like featured artist to like just blowing up. Um, yeah, and that I mean, that's basically all that I've been listening to. Shoot, nice music. <laughs> All right.
5: hmm. And for me, just, like, a bunch of other video game soundtracks, honestly. The video game soundtracks,
4: so. Dude, oh, I was gonna ask you guys, uh, what... What's your favorite band to watch live? Like, I don't know, maybe, like, the... Yeah, like, like, what's the best... Live band, and also are any of your favorite bands like shitty Live, like I can think of uh one of my like top three favorite bands, like when like if I'm being realistic, they kind of suck live, and i've I'm being more realistic, it's mainly just their vocalist that sucks um but they're still like one of my favorite bands, so I don't know if like live shows really matter all that much to me but what about you guys I
0: mean I, uh,
5: go ahead
3: Jim. go yeah,
4: ahead I just like coming to mind like you know uh, you know
5: we love the fall of Troy right but like uh, some of those shows like the you know I love the you know the instrumentals and everything going on but like the vocals live the vocals just aren't you know as tight as you're hoping for you know and you know that you know it's a little disappointing but other than that you know it's always you know a good time with fall of Troy, right? But yeah. I mean,
0: I saw them. The time I saw them, they were—I thought they were pretty tight, like they were on like set. But considering like the road that Thomas Iraq has had in his life, I can definitely see Homeboy probably having a rough night or two.
5: Yeah, I mean, it depends on the night, the year, you know, what. Like, I'm thinking of like a what was it was like August, sometime in 2015, show, Like, I think it was probably yeah. beginning, you know, when they were coming back. When yeah. I think.
4: When I think of The Fall of Troy, I think of like how chaotic they are and like that. I mean, like if I were to see them live, I'm not even expecting them to sound like like they're recording just because I know like the like difficulty there, like, you know, the difficulty to play that stuff and also sing it at the same time. So I'm like not, you know, like I feel like if they even if they didn't sound that great or that tight, like I wouldn't be overall disappointed and like i think every now and then i bring up when i saw them like open for deftones and like yeah like a lot of the deftone fans did not like fuck with them they were like kind of way they seemed like pissed off and like when is this band gonna gonna finish or whatever but
0: a lot of dudes in the back with their arms folded across their chest
4: yeah, except they were in the front. <laughs> With their
0: arms folded across
4: <laughs> Yeah. It's like, no, I could've covered this better. I mean that was um, You know, a lot of like a lot of the bands that that I like, like all of that early kind of two thousands uh or not early two- yeah, like early mid two thousands like emo bands, they were all horrible live. Um like i i wasn't even a huge brand new fan like i liked you know the first two records but like do they fucking blow live even till this day or you know before they yeah. got canceled uh really? taking back Someday, <laughs> who was one of my favorite bands like they sucked alive too
0: um i'm surprised first. by that moses
4: why <laughs>
0: like no like brand new i rec like you know, fuck that, dude. But uh, I recall seeing them. They were touring on Daisy with Manchester Orchestra, and that was probably like one of the like I hate to say it, it was probably one of the better shows I'd seen from bands like around that time. Because I was I mean, like coming off Warp tours and like uh, Taste of chaoss where dudes are all like ragged and burnt out from like touring like day in and day out. But like I remember, Brand New was pretty sick live. Fuck that, dude, Jesse Lacey. It- <laughs>
4: they probably got better, and honestly, I mean, uh, I guess I should be more specific. Like, when I saw them live, the only thing that sucked was actually Jesse Lacey's, uh, like, vocals. Like, he didn't sound like what he sounds like on records, and, mo- like, yeah. most of the times that I saw them were was before Daisy. So, I'm
1: uh, sure, like,
4: may- maybe uh, on the later records, they, they, like, kind of put, you know um, they thought about that more, like, okay, let's write songs that I can actually sing live, type of thing, um, yeah, and I I guess since you guys named your bands, like, and I actually named a couple, but the story so far is, like, one of my, uh, favorite bands, and, like, the whole, you know, it's not the whole band that sounds horrible live, but Parker definitely can't sing like he does on, on the, on the records, and it, uh, I don't know. It doesn't bother me all too much because I'm mainly vibing off of like, like his energy and like the energy of the not. I guess not so much of the energy of the rest of the band, but like, you know, the crowd. Shoot, and like on a more on a more
5: positive note, at least like uh Andres. On the other hand, like when I heard him live, he was like better than I you know could have hoped for. Like his live vocals, so like. Mm, great a man
4: yeah i've heard some i think somebody uh in our uh podcast group said that he sucked live, but i was yeah. kind of surprised by that because i thought he yeah i thought he had a he puts on a good live show and by oh, that awesome. i mean he he sounds fine um i'm impressed <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to think of like my favorite band to watch live or a band that that's really good. Uh, I mean, Citizens like up there. I will say, uh,
0: I, will Under. say uh, I will say, Oh, Underworld is fucking sick. But I will say of Andreas, those costumes live <laughs> are kind of cool. I like that shit. That's just funny.
5: <clears throat>
4: the man, that seems like a circus guy or
0: when he was wearing the superhero getup, that shit was funny. Yeah, I don't,
4: hey. I don't know what's up with all the
0: uh. <laughs> hey, it's showmanship, dude. He's got, he's got showmanship. It definitely shows through his music. He's definitely a showman. Yeah. But Under oath, Under oath is very sick live. I've seen them like a good two, three, four times, and every time they were sick.
4: Yeah, and honestly, like the only album that I really care about is they're only chasing safety. So, I haven't that's seen like that's unfortunate.
3: Eh.
0: To find the great line is sick, dude. As, a, as if we're we're recommending good metalcore. Uh, if we're I, good. I, I, they it's lost good. a
4: little of that poppiness that made them like really stand out.
0: They they were angry, bro. They were mad, and I don't know. Mad at but, being
4: like one of the best bands in the genre. Like I don't come on.
0: They they didn't like being called emo, bro. They took that shit to heart. They got emo about being called emo really bad. But dude, we were, well, we were trying to recommend good metalcore albums. That's a good metalcore album. Define the Great Line. It's because I think they're only chasing safety is definitely more post hardcore. I feel.
4: Yeah. Um,
0: good metalcore.
4: Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Uh, Tim, you know their guitar player. Uh, say plenty, like plenty of times that, basically, for they're only chasing safety, they were trying to write Jimmy Eat World songs with breakdowns, basically, but kind of mixing like their love for heavy music and their love for like emo music together which like that that kind of makes sense
0: It it works that album stands the test of time for a reason
4: yeah it's like one of my favorite all-time albums
0: uh yeah um we're talking about bands that suck live i can let's see
3: Yeah. Uh, play radio
0: unfortunately i hate saying it because i fucking love this band but play radio play fucking sucks live it's really it's really hard to get down to like someone playing like uh, like he plays the guitar he plays keyboard but it just sounds like shit coming out of an ipod when you're like in an arena setting it just didn't (laughs) it just didn't gel it didn't and the whole bit i mean i've i'm like 100 percent sure i've told this story it's just it it just didn't gel. Uh, another band that sucked live, uh, Sayosin with Cove, was really bad. I remember seeing that. That was unfortunate.
4: Dude, when I saw them on Taste, uh, Taste of Chaos, they were great.
0: What year? 2007?
4: It was like, no, the first uh, Taste of Chaos.
0: Was that... It was the what
4: one it... with Killswitch, Engage, Idiot Pilot, um, The Used... My Chemical Romance. Yeah, uh, that's the first one. They were on that one. Yeah, that's right.
0: And then when they came back, cause I, cause I'm the one I saw him at was that 2007, cause 2006 Skip, Yeah, so I saw him 2007, and I don't know, man. Uh, Cove just he tried playing seven years, and I was just like, ah, bro, don't do
4: that. And his his voice was probably shot. Yeah, he was definitely on his way out. Dude, Killswitch and Engage and uh, Bring Me the Horizon, both great live bands. Very but good. But bands only heard I wouldn't things. care to see live now.
0: Um, I saw Bring Me the Horizon in 2019 at Los Rages, and it was both, like, the worst and best show I've ever seen. Because I'd yeah. seen Rob Zombie the night before close out, or no, Rob Zombie closed out the night after. And I much more preferred Rob Zombie closing with like helium auto tuned vocals than I enjoyed Bring Me Who The Horizon, which was kinda it was super awesome at times when they played something that was a little more like closer to Sempaternal. Yeah. But then they'd play their newer stuff and God, I just it was horrible. And the visuals were horrible. But I mean they put on a good show. But yeah, it was pretty bad. I just was not vibing with uh, uh, what was that? Elmar Miyamutter or whatever Miyamar, whatever. Yeah, fuck see,
4: was. I saw them back in 2008 and also Miyama. in 2010. So, that was like that was like when they were on their good shit.
0: Yeah, Miyamo era Bring Me the Rising is kind of worth skipping if you if you're if you're at a a future festival and you have the option to go see like. Uh, Gorgo Bedello or the Who or not the Who, the Who like H U. Go see them. Don't go see Bring 'Em 'Round the Horizon. They've had their time in the sun. They've marinated.
4: Man, I I saw Gorgo Bordello live once, and I'm just not like I got bored. I'm not really into like that gypsy punk that gypsy shit. But um, you don't like the gypsy shit. What's wrong with you? I'll say a lot. A lot of the like 2000, like early 2000, mid 2000, like emo shit, like fl- like all those bands sucked alive. And I'm sure they <laughs> got better, but like like since this fail sucked, um, I they don't did know. Good. They did good in
0: 2007 when I saw them. i think I'm sure them. I'm I think they sure used the use scene
3: sucked.
4: Oh yeah, Bert Bert can't really uh. Yeah, oh dude, when they play Blue and Yellow
0: live, it's the worst. Like he can't say, hit those notes. I'd say look up more recent shit of Burt because when I saw him in 2019, that shit was fire, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you, it's it was fire. I saw him in 2015 at uh Taste of Chaos. That shit was whack, dog. It was it was horrible. But 2019, Burt, he's he, he's on a he's on a new diet or something. Dude looks good. He's cut. He's ripped. He's singing good again. I swear. You. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. just a little bit just a little bit he's a little bit better i'm telling you I, I i i was on that bandwagon of thinking that homeboy was fucking awful but i saw him recently 2019 it's as recent as it gets considering we had a whole pandemic maybe oh, <laughs> what am i after- I don't know. It's going to be a whole new testing ground, dude. There's lots of people that didn't utilize their time wisely in Pandemic. Didn't work out. I mean, Vince Neil of fucking Motley Crue, like, talking through his uh, backing tracks, was just like, ah, sorry guys, I, I, I just can't play tonight. No way. <laughs> I just saw this shit. They had, like, this dude played on May 31st, I think, or May 30th. And there's just, you just see it, you hear like...
3: Girls, girl,
0: in the background, and he's just all talking like, "I'm oh, sorry,
4: guys, can't do it tonight." Wow. <laughs> oh, dude, AFI sucks live. Do they? Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't think I've ever been lucky enough to see AFI ever. They were always just kind of like out of my reach, but that's unfortunate to hear.
3: Yeah.
0: My Chemical Romance is really good live. I will say. I saw them in, like... I saw them in... What's the fucking album called after I brought you my bullets? Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge Era. I saw them during that time. They were fucking sick.
4: I saw them a couple times, but I didn't fucking pay attention because I never liked them. Except, with, you really know, good. like... songs. You know who's good? Uh, Armored Sleep was great live.
0: Chiodas was good. Um, Reggie and the Full Effect is really good. I've seen him a couple times. I mean, sometimes his vocals give out, but, like, it still has fun. I mean, if you can't, like,
4: if you can't do it, that would be good live.
0: (laughs) Yeah. As long as you, like, even if you can't sing live, if you're you're only capable of hitting that shit in the studio, that's fine. As long as you bring, like, an energy and, like, a showmanship to your, like, shit on stage while you're live, I think you can get away with it. I think a lot of bands got away with shit like that.
4: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're I'm I'm here talking like like I'm here saying like taking back Sunday wasn't great live or and same thing with census fail, but the shows were still fucking enjoyable, like for sure cuz you know that was like that was the vibe like it, you know.
0: Uh, okay, we got to we got we to gotta address the elephant in the room, gentlemen. Dance Kevin, Dance. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: like or, or or are we all of the opinion that it sounds great live but they're all just standing there
4: um yeah uh, they're not the most charismatic band live except you know Tillian dry humping the air or whatever um but yeah
5: i mean it sounds good now okay like the early eras yeah you could probably put them on the list of like a right, oh I feel like I mean, everyone performed fine. I think it was just like John, like struggling with his earlier screams technique. Like, um, I mean, be, that wasn't too good, but
4: they got
0: I great. Yeah. Kurt's he was struggling. All
4: very yeah, pretty. pretty yeah. Could say. Uh, Johnny
0: Craig, either it was he sounded great, he didn't remember the lyrics, or uh, he was throwing up, but still hitting them notes. <laughs> recovery after the
4: after the throw-up that was impressive
5: no what was that oh where they're all in the suits it was like a 2010 show it was like oh it was uh all the original members are back together and they're all in the suits yeah that was the daily download one uh I, i i i gotta look it up but it's on youtube you know you can easily find it you know they're all in the suits like john johnny's like in this white suit and it starts out the show with, like, Johnny, a drunk as fuck, hugging Will, and they start out with Times Timesman <laughs> Roman and all that. Oh,
4: no, no. Yeah, that was, like, when they when they just got back together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that was also, like, horrible recordings and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Not their fault. Though we said Kurt Travis did struggle on Dance, Gavin Dance. I will say Kurt Travis solo. Fucking amazing.
4: Yeah, I can't wait for that, uh... Hail the Sun tour with uh, Konashi, and I forget who else this is on sick, it. Dude. Is it Adventure is on it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's either Adventure or Body Thief, one of the two. can't remember which one. Wasn't it Body, Body Thief? Thief. Body oh, okay. Okay, Body Thief.
0: Adventure is sick, though. we we They should become our new band that we just mention all the time.
5: Yeah, no, honestly, shoot, saw so am live myself.
0: Um, an- another band that was really sick live, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen artists like that, who, when they play live settings, they sometimes play the songs like a little faster or maybe a little slower, Oh, to... Yeah, that that's
4: yeah. like every uh every local band does that. They just <laughs> play it faster because the drummer yeah. can't like, chill.
0: But, I mean, there are some bands that just do things, like, a little differently live. Like, He Is Legend. Like, I saw them. That's probably, like, one of the best bands I've ever seen. Just everything, like, hits louder, harder, and faster. It's awesome. Great stuff. I think you saw them way back in the day, didn't you, Moses?
4: Yeah, I saw them. Shit, man. I think, was it... When When did I Am Hollywood come out? Um, I
0: want to say 2004.
4: Yeah, I saw them back back in that day and it was cool, but I also saw them like not that long ago, like maybe 5 years ago and they put on a great show like even though I don't really uh li- like I didn't listen to anything after I Am Hollywood. Like and they only man, they only played I Am Hollywood off of uh like that was the only old song that they played.
0: I was then- fortunate that i got to when i saw them they played the seduction and i am hollywood from that and then they kind of just sampled it off i mean i love all their music so it was all right for me but like i ain't gonna lie and say i didn't want to hear like one, one or two more songs from i am hollywood but those songs fucking rip, dude like i
4: i think that's like the last time i pitted and actually like meant to pit well what's that uh song that starts with there's something wrong with me that's why I wrote this book, man. I forget.
0: Um, um I know what song you're talking about. It's either. Uh, is it the greatest
4: actor alive or dead, maybe, or best in Mexico? Like, no, because
0: the uh, probably the best in Mexico is what you're talking about. Because the greatest actor alive, it's like. Yeah, it just as light pours in. Yeah, the, yeah. Oh,
4: that, that one. one's so no.
0: Fuck good dude I'm, i that's what you want good metalcore forget it david you're gonna go listen to i am hollywood by he is legend <laughs> dude
4: and and their ep was it before or after that uh the
0: 910205 uh, 9-1... or some shit like that that was before that
4: shit fucking ripped
0: dude, that shit's sick too dude i'm telling you moses I know you don't like going one or no, two albums.
4: Nope, nope. I've already you, tried listening to a couple
0: I'm songs. I'm telling you, dog. I'm there. telling you. There's there's good shit in that. He is legend discography, dude. I'm telling <laughs> you. You just gotta.
4: He took way he, too many cigarettes and fucking killed the it's like, okay. cool part it's about his
0: okay. it. It's okay, Moses. It's okay. He's, I, those albums still exist, dude. The, the old they ones got still
4: exist. Southern. Like, I like when they kind of tread, like, tread around that line, but. Yeah, They're from
0: Carolina, Moses. They are Southern. That's who they are. You just got to love them for who they are.
4: <laughs> oh, man. I'm ready to, to, to call it, though. I'm trying
0: to... Yeah. I'm hungry. So I'll see you guys later. Thank you for tuning in to the Demo Team podcast. We had worth the wait on today. Thank you for hanging out and sticking around to the end here. I'm Ryan.
4: I'm David. And I'm Moses.
3: Peace. Tell you.